Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can listen. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Maze Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in our Nuggets insider, Harrison Wind from thednvr.com. How are you, Harrison? I'm doing great, guys. This is my favorite uh, 24 hours and my least favorite 24 hours right before the trade deadline. You know what, though? It's kind of like, at least with the way the Nuggets have gone recently, it's kind of like being so excited for Christmas morning and you walk downstairs and there's nothing under the tree. Because generally speaking, they don't do anything. This time around, do you think it'll be different? I think they will make a trade. I don't think it will be a massive trade that, you know, shakes trees from here to uh, Los Angeles. I I don't think there's going to be a mega move coming. Yeah, they are still in on Aaron Gordon. Uh, They're interested in in Harrison Barnes. They've been interested uh, at times with Lonzo Ball. But at the end of the day, I don't see a mega move like that coming. I I think what could happen is a smaller move kind of around the edges. So what does that look like? You know, it's funny. Um, I have heard, you know, over the last couple of days, you guys are going to like this one, that the Nuggets are somewhat interested or have at least inquired about JaVale McGee. Would you guys be up for a JaVale McGee reunion in Denver? I'd rather have him than his mom courtside. (laughs) <laughs> well, you want to worry about that right now, right? Because they're covering the, the courtside seats with tarps. You know what I mean, Harrison. <laughs> You've been to enough games, right? You've seen his mom courtside. She's a she's a chatty Kathy, isn't she? Yeah, she's uh she she's very visible courtside. Yeah. Yeah, think. <laughs> yeah, she uh, listen, JaVale McGee would be a nice backup, I suppose, but you know what? They need perimeter defense. And I think all the guys that you just rattled off, Gordon Barnes and Lonzo Ball, fit that bill. Listen, I would love to have Lonzo Ball. It's funny, speaking of parents, I think I'd rather have JaVale McGee's mom there than Lonzo Ball's father there. Well, at least at least JaVale McGee's mom is a gold medalist in basketball. That is true. She's got some skins on the wall, so to speak. I, I, is it fair to say that they're a little reticent about Lonzo Ball because it's kind of been put out there that as a restricted free agent at the end of the season, he's going to want about $20 million? I think that definitely goes into it. I mean, if you look at the fit, I think he's a great fit. Uh, defensively, like you were saying, Eric, that's where their biggest need right, is right now, perimeter defense. I also think he would fit great next to Jamal Murray, but I've got to believe that after you know the Jeremy Grant saga, when you're trading for a guy who's about to become a free agent, and they traded for Jeremy Grant over the summer. He had a full year. Lonzo's only going to have a couple months here and then a playoff run. That's got to give you some hesitancy if you're the Nuggets, and it's kind of tough to see what that next contract could look like. 
Now, you've got a piece over on DDMVR.com, pardon me, where you talk about the possibilities of trading for for either of them and uh, what you might have to, what the Nuggets might have to give up. So you suggest for Gordon, the price could be RJ Hampton, a future first round pick, plus for salary matching purposes, Gary Harris and Will Barton. Oh, no, you don't want to lose Gary Harris because he plays so much. For for Lonzo Ball, (laughs) it's Gary Harris and Will Barton against salary purposes and bowl bowl or a future pick which of these deals do you think would be of the most value for the nuggets and why so i I like the gordon potential deal and look it seems like the celtics are the front runner for Mm -hmm. gordon right now and then the nuggets are kind of right there as that next team it could still happen um for sure but i would probably bet against it if i had to the deal for gordon would probably be I think Will Barton, because I don't think Gary Harris has, has much value right now. Will Barton's the guy that would probably be in the deal. Uh, Will Barton, a future first, so next year's first. And then maybe Bull Bull is in that deal uh, if the Magic like him. And then RJ Hampton it might be the ultimate trump card because you can really look at him as another first-round pick. And Denver can't actually deal another true first-round pick for five more years or something like that, which you know isn't going to happen. So RJ Hampton is kind of the sweetener that it might take to get that deal done. But I just don't think Denver's desperate to make an Aaron Gordon deal. I don't think they're going to get into a bidding war if one happens. They like Aaron Gordon. They like the fit. I, I think they believe he'll make them a better team, which I agree with. But I just don't think they're desperate to jump two feet into you know, a bidding war on Gordon. We're talking with Harrison Wynn, covers the Nuggets. He's our insider for thednvr.com. I mean, I do this with um, Mace all the time. I'm going to do some rapid fire with you. So just quick answers. Rapid fire for Mace is usually about a 60-second answer. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see if you, the DNVR guy, can do better than the other DNVR guy. Scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest. The Nuggets don't make a deal at the deadline. What are their chances of winning a championship? Not making the playoffs, not going to the Western Conference Finals, winning a title. No deal at the deadline. Um, four. How about with Aaron Gordon on the team? Five. Five how, and a half. How about with Harrison Barnes on the team? Uh, four and a half. How about with Lonzo Ball on the team? Four and a half. Okay. So if Tim Conley looks at it the same way you do, then if I'm him, I don't give up my young talent. But here's something I think that Tim Conley thinks about because he has an ego as much as anyone. But then again, he also has a track record. Look at who everybody wants, generally speaking, in a trade. A lot of guys that Tim Conley has drafted, he doesn't want to give up draft picks because he knows he hits it most of the time. A lot of teams will gladly give up draft picks because they're terrible in the draft. Conley's <laughs> terrific. Exactly. And the cycle keeps turning in Denver, right? Like you draft, Mon- you draft Monte Morris in the second round. You pick up Torrey Craig in free agency. Those guys become role players. You draft Zeke Naji in the first round and RJ Hansen this year. In another year, I mean, I know Zeke Naji's already playing, but in another year or two, those guys – project to be integral pieces. So you're right. Connolly knows that. So I, I definitely think that goes into it as well. Just 
three weeks and six days ago was the Nuggets' loss to Washington. They lost that, that game 112-110, and they were sitting at 17-15, kind of a low watermark of the last, of the last month, month or two months. Since then, of course, they've gone, they've gone, they've gone nine and two in that span. How much of that is this team coming together, and how much of that is, uh, at least, especially since the All Star break, a soft, uh, a softer part of the schedule where the Nuggets have the ability to rack up some dubs. The soft schedule is definitely part of it, and that's why it's so integral for for them to really start climbing in the West right now while they're in the midst of this stretch of the schedule. Um, the other reason, yeah, yeah, like you said, Mace, they're coming together. Defensively, they're really starting to figure some stuff out. You couldn't really tell that much in that New Orleans game, but you know, defensively, they've taken some really big steps, I think. They're, they're all the way up to you know, a pretty league average defense. They're slightly above league average after starting the season at the bottom of the league in defense. So defensively, they've taken a lot of steps, and Michael Porter Jr. is also – really stepped up his game defensively. He's growing as a, as a defender. He's just getting better on the defensive end of the floor game by game, it seems. So defense is a big reason. Uh, the offense is going to be there. Like whoever the Nuggets put on the floor, they're going to be a good offensive team. Defensively is where the most growth has been. Trade Will Barton for one of those three guys, and then you've solved the problem. You already have the offense, right? Go get some defense. If Will Barton has to be in a trade, that's fine. Don't you think? I think Denver will be fine with that. Yes, and I agree. Especially if you're getting back, like you know, an Aaron Gordon or Alonzo Ball. Yeah. All right, uh, Harrison. Thanks so much for your time. Hopefully, for you, it's a huge, big, beautiful present under the tree as it is Christmas Eve for you, and you're not writing about what you got in your sock above the fireplace, which is maybe a piece of candy, which would be a little minor trade, right? <laughs> right, I do have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm uh, because I'm Jewish, Eric. But I'll I didn't know you were. The, wait, you're Jewish? We're outnumbering Mace here. I didn't know you were Jewish. Yeah, is I'll it wins? Yeah, I'll go along with the bit for the show. But uh, yeah, when, when your when your grandparents got off the boat, did they shorten the name from Wind Steinberg to Wind? <laughs> uh, there's a story that is way too long for uh, this segment but yeah. something was chopped off something was chopped off well in my family was too is Korgoski that got shortened mm-hmm. to Corey and Urkov I mean we all know where that's from anything that rhymes from a bottle of vodka you know we are both Ashkenazi Jews so where where did you get to Goodman then from that because that's German from my father's side okay yeah all right Harris I didn't know you were Jewish Gosh, I feel this bond with you now. This is you and Mike Singer together are like the the two Jewish guys covering the beat, <laughs> right? Hey, we got we got to be represented somewhere. We do, we do. Thanks, Harrison. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, talk to you guys later. All right, See Harrison, win the dnvr.com. Coming up after the break, I'm going to use a Yiddish term right here. Just read cbssports.com their mock draft from uh, their writer Chris Trapasso. It is the most vacocta thing I've ever seen. Seriously. I looked at it, I'm thinking, this draft is not going to go this way. But <laughs> this is what he had, but I like who he had fall into the Broncos. And if this guy does fall to the Broncos, do the Broncos have to take him no matter what? That's next. That's next.